Hello, and welcome to BevCast Weekly News, a news series giving you a quick look at the most important news, trends, and developments of the week. I'm your host, Dominic Basalto. And Denise Morgan. BevCast Weekly News is brought to you by China Wine Competition, which is an international wine competition that Beverage Trade Network hosts in Shanghai, where wines are judged by quality, value, and package. Submission is now open for the 2019 China Wine Competition. Please visit ChinaWineCompetition.com for more information on how winning a China Wine Competition medal can help you grow your wine brand. So gear up for your week ahead. These are our top stories of the week. Attracting Young Millennials by Going Green If you want to sell to young millennials, one option is to emphasize the green sustainability message. Young millennial consumers want to buy from brands they believe are doing social or environmental good. As a result, terms like sustainable energy sources and zero carbon emissions are increasingly becoming part of wine PR messages. Low to no alcohol wines growing in favor with younger drinkers According to a new report from drinks market analyst IWSR, low-to-no-alcohol wines are seeing a surge in demand across the U.S., U.K., and Europe. Since low- and no-alcohol wines lack the same flavor as traditional wines made with alcohol, the new trend features sangria-type drinks and fizzy sparkling wines. The Making of a Popular Rosé Wine Brand for Millennials Ad Weekly recently profiled the success of millennial wine brand JNSQ, which offers both rosé and Sauvignon Blanc wines in beautiful glass bottles that resemble luxury perfumes. JNSQ is a creation of The Wonderful Company, which is also the owner of brands like Palm Wonderful, Fiji Water, and Wonderful Pistachios. In Search of Young Millennial Wine Industry Professionals Constant debate over the best ways to attract young millennial wine consumers now has a new twist. Concerned that the wine industry is not attracting enough young wine professionals and wine critics. To attract young millennials, the wine industry needs to be seen as modern, inclusive, creative, and tech-savvy. Top Wine and Cocktail Trends for 2019 Food and beverage industry tracker Technomic has released a new on-premise intelligence report detailing changing consumer tastes. Italian red wine and Prosecco are gaining in popularity on restaurant wine lists, while classic cocktails like margaritas are being replaced by unique specialty drinks and restaurant signature cocktails. Rethinking the need for formal wine training Wine enthusiasts recently considered the pros and cons of formal wine training. In the U.S., there may be more of a European model emerging, in which winemaking knowledge is passed down from generation to generation. This model would place much less emphasis on formal wine training or academic knowledge of viticulture. Top U.S. Wine and Spirits player focuses on Canadian cannabis market. Southern Glazers Wine and Spirits, the largest U.S. wine and spirits wholesaler, is exploring new opportunities to develop, sell, and market recreational cannabis products in Canada, where they are now legal. Southern Glazers entered the market earlier by partnering with a top Canadian cannabis producer. Organic wine is a growing worldwide phenomenon. Organic wine producers from around the world attend the Millésime Bio-Organic Wine Fair, which takes place every January in the south of France. Organic wine only accounts for 3% of all wines sold worldwide, but it is a rapidly growing market now that high-quality organic wines can compete with traditional wines. How Climate Change Will Transform the World's Top Wine Regions 
A new University of Maryland study takes a closer look at how climate change will change growing conditions over the next 60 years. Some regions, such as the New York Finger Lakes, will become hotter and wetter. Other regions, such as California, will become warmer and drier. This transformation will require new approaches to winemaking. French wine exports to China take a tumble in 2018. French wine exports overall rose 2.6% to almost 9 billion euros in 2018, but there are troubling signs on the horizon, including a 25% drop in exports to China. The latest numbers from the French wine and spirits exports body are troubling news for premium French producers eyeing the Chinese market. Treasury Wine Estates wants to sell more luxury French wine to China. It's not just French producers that want to sell more premium wine to Chinese wine drinkers. Australia's Treasury Wine Estates is looking to gain a bigger share of the French wine market in China via a new French wine brand, Maison de Grand Esprit, created in 2017. As China expands its presence in French wine industry, experts take note. At the Wine Paris trade fair, one of the topics of discussion was the growing Chinese presence in the French wine business. Wealthy Chinese investors have now purchased 168 French wine-producing chateaux. As a result, some experts view China as a potential risk to the nation's heritage. New wines from China's Ningxia wine region coming to the UK. Premium Chinese wines are on the upswing globally. Case in point, top UK importer and wholesaler Liberty Wines has added two new Ningxia wines, including a rare Riesling, to its portfolio. The area around the Hilan Mountains in Ningxia has emerged as a new center of premium Chinese wines. Scotch whiskey exports to the United States top $1.3 billion in 2018. The U.S. market continues to be a key market for Scotch whiskey exporters. Export sales of scotch to the U.S. increased by 12.8% on an annual basis last year, and the U.S. now accounts for approximately one-fifth, 22%, of total scotch exports. Pernod looking to sell off wine brands from its portfolio. Pernod Ricard, fresh off its sale of Argentine wine brand Rafinga, is now looking to sell off other wine brands that are not meeting core revenue and profitability targets. Bernard Ricard, which owns wine brands like Jacobs Creek, Camp Viejo, and Kenwood, is looking to eliminate brands that rely on discounting. New blockchain technology could disrupt the future of wine purchasing. An Israeli startup company is using blockchain technology to offer a wine futures market. Buyers can choose the specific attributes of wine they would like to purchase, such as color, country of origin, price, from a winery, and have that wine delivered to them as soon as it is ready. The Internet of Wine is coming to a vineyard near you. You've probably heard of the Internet of Things, IoT, but have you heard of the Internet of Wine? The term refers to agricultural IoT solutions that help grape growers and winemakers adjust to the variability of climate and soil in order to make better wine and overcome imperfect vineyard conditions. The Wine and Spirit Education Trust celebrates 50 years. Founded in 1969, the Wine and Spirit Education Trust, WSET, is now marking a half-century of educating wine experts around the world with a series of events that will take place in its 50th anniversary year. 75% of people taking WSET courses are now located outside of the UK. Wine critic Robert Parker profiles the top wines of 2019. Calling the current period a golden age for wine, international wine critic Robert Parker recently outlined the wines he thinks will be the best investments of the year. 
Wines from Saint Emilion in Bordeaux led the list, followed by Italian wines from Sicily and Southern Italy and Zinfandel blends from California. A new rosé wine designed to be served on the rocks. Fresh off its spectacular success in France and Brazil, where it has sold more than 2 million bottles combined, Rosé Piscini, a wine specifically made to drink over ice, is now coming to the United States. The wine is made from the Negretti grape in southwest France. Thank you again for listening to BevCast. Once again, a quick reminder to enter your wines in the 2019 China Wine Competition, the international wine competition that is organized by Beverage Trade Network in Shanghai that rates wines by quality, value, and package. That's it for now.